Life and it's 2.43 p.m. in San Francisco and it's 5.43 p.m. in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And that means that we have the absolute pleasure and honor of talking to a legend of the rock and roll universe, Sav from Dead from Above, 1979. Sav, what's up? How are you? Good. How are you? Super happy, man, to be able to talk to you. I'm, I'm like uh, two hours northwest of Toronto, so Toronto okay. is barely on the map for me anymore <laughs> okay how's how's life uh, uh whatever you are at this very moment it's pretty good you know it's a little hectic uh trying to trying to keep up with the clock and with the phone battery and everything but uh everything's good man can't complain got a got a new baby girl and uh that's awesome a new record so Awesome man! Can't complain. Congratulations! Yep. That's 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 good to hear. But you know, you made us, uh, you made us fans of Dead from Above uh, very, very happy with the release on, of One Plus One, and obviously uh, mm-hmm. uh, because of the upcoming release of East for Lovers. That's great news. Thank you for releasing all this new music. Oh, I mean, it's more than our pleasure. It's it's what we do. So totally We're happy that there's someone out there to uh, to receive it. You know. Of course, it's been four years since the release of Outrage is now. And uh, now, in this 2021, we have a new album. Uh, yep. What have you been doing for the past uh, four years? Uh, I mean, we you know we toured Outrage uh, for a certain amount of time, and then we um, my record label Ancient Fashion repressed our first EP Heads Up, yeah. and we actually went out and toured again. So we did like a set that was just heads up and then we would play like a regular, you know, one hour rock set after that. So, um, we kind of toured outrages now twice in a sense. And then, uh, we started working on this records. I mean, we, we started it in, uh, February of 2019. Okay. So, um, yeah. And it took us about a year to, to make it. Uh, we made it ourselves and, uh, And then we sat on it for a year because of the insanity uh, that we're all aware of. So, totally. um, you know, really, it, the, the time between music wasn't that long, especially for a two-piece band, you know. Totally. Um, but, uh, but um, uh, you know, we're happy that we can finally let it out. You know, we've, we're the only two people that had heard the record for like a year, essentially. So <laughs> for it to be able to uh, get in other people's ears is really a joy. It's a gift. Totally. This album was self-produced. You guys uh, produced the whole thing. How how did yep. that feel for you guys to you know to to go that route? Uh, it was pretty natural. I mean, um, I've been making you know entire albums for a long time, and uh, you know when we were making the physical world, I was simultaneously making my own solo record at the same time, um, and uh, when we were started to make this record uh it just made sense for us to you know the last two records we actually tried to do it ourselves but i don't think we were ready yet uh just like dynamically in the band i don't think it was the right time Damn. but you know we made two you know two awesome records with incredible producers uh dave sardi and eric valentine and we really learned an ins- like an insane amount you know like between those two experiences it was like a master class in in engineering and recording totally. and myself being the singer and songwriter i end up spending a lot more time with the producers you know because we're just in there doing writing and vocals and yada 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 so i you know i had a front row seat to eric valentine's magic 
and uh, it made me a really much better engineer and producer. So going into this record, we had a lot more, uh, just a lot more knowledge, I think. And uh, when it came time to mix it, I was going to get someone else to do it. And then Jesse uh, happened to be listening to this record that I mixed a couple of years ago. And he's like, dude, just make it sound like this. You know? Like, we can do this. <laughs> I was like, totally. okay, yeah. I'll finish the record. And then he mastered it. So okay. it's really like the most uh, insular record uh, that we've ever made, you know. Excellent. Uh, you released uh, One Plus One, what, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. It sounds amazing. Yep. Uh, I read Thank somewhere you. that you describe it as the karmic sequel to uh, Romantic Rights. Mm -hmm. That, you know, one of your classic songs from uh, 2004. Yep. Uh, how yep. so? How did this happen? Uh, was this on purpose or uh, it just happened? No, it just happened. I mean, you know, there was there was a bit of a sense of, uh, of going back to basics um, when we started this record. Uh, you know, keeping it just between us um, and uh, and also being able to reference ourselves in a sense. You know, we've been around for long enough that um, we can listen to our catalog and go, oh, that was cool. We should try something like that again. You know, totally. instead of um, instead of looking outward, we can look inward, you know, and uh, one plus one started as a more straight ahead rock song. Okay. And uh, and it, it something wasn't clicking in it for me and uh, I played it for my wife and just similar, you know, similar to me, she was like, you know, it could be maybe dancier. And, uh, -huh. uh I took the song back into the studio and, and just started playing drums. And that's the beat that I came up with. And, and, and for me, that beat kind of sounded like something that I would have played, you know, in another lifetime. So, um, it connected it that way musically. And then lyrically, it just, there are some themes on it and this wasn't intentional, but there are some themes on it that align. And, and this entire record for the most part is, is a more personal record um, than the last two. And really your woman on machine was a very personal record for me. It was about relationships and friends and my parents and family, you know, so um, that's the, that's the, the scope that I was looking through on this record again. And so it just, it, for me, it just connects, naturally and kind of spiritually to that to that time perfect so can we expect a similar sound for the rest of the tracks something uh you know similar to you're a woman i'm a machine uh i, I that's not for me to say okay. <laughs> you know i don't awesome. think it, it doesn't sound like that record because okay. definitely it's like my goal was to make a, a you know at least sonically for it to sound like a garage rock or or metal band Uh, but produce like the Beatles. So <laughs> we'll see go. if that works out. But uh, that's what I was trying to do. Totally. Abe, you guys have been around. I mean, you guys are legends. I mean, I can, I, I've seen you guys play live uh, so many times like here in San Francisco. I think I saw you guys at Coachella uh, when, yeah, when Coachella amazing. was cool. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you guys have been around like almost, what, for 20 years almost. And you as a musician, you've been creating all this music for almost two decades now. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the creative process for you, how much has it changed, uh, you know, or even like personally, like uh, how much have you changed since, uh, I don't know, 2004? I mean, it's impossible right. to state, you know, to overstate how much we've changed. <laughs> um, but I would say that, you know, what has changed between us is uh, there was a point sort of at the end of the first era where, um, 
there was a maybe a reluctance to, to fully associate with the band. I don't know. It's hard to describe what it was, but like, you know, we were young men, and um, and at least I felt like my my identity was was really wrapped up with the band, and I was trying to contend with that. You know, what sort of a public perception is of me? It was just a very kind of distorted time in my mind, um, which in retrospect. It's so petty, you know, but um, uh, I, I also felt a little bit like an imposter in a sense because I, I never huh. sang uh, in a band before, really written songs in that way. And I felt like I needed more time, you know, like I felt like I wasn't ready for the, uh, the kind of uh, attention we were getting. Um, that's just, you know, the things that go through a 20-whatever-year-old's mind. Of course. Um, you know, but at the age of 40, 41, you know, I, I, I don't have those kind of uh, questions anymore, you know, and uh, and certainly just the experience of, of having written, you know, as many songs as I have over those those years and having made all the music I've made. Totally. Um, it, it's more it's more of a natural thing. And also our roles in the band are, are far, far better uh, okay. uh, delineated now. Just cool. Just over time, it just happens, you know. Excellent. Uh, I saw the the cover for the album. It's brilliant. I love it. And uh, the title is for lovers. Uh, yeah. What's what's the meaning behind that? Behind the the title of that album is that uh, maybe describes the concept of the album of the new album? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it was it was one of the titles that um, you know sometimes with songs and records, I'll come up with the with the titles first. Um, or I'll have like a notebook full of kind of phrases that I like. Nice. And uh, Is for Lovers was one of the one of the contenders. Um, there were a few others, but uh, um, I was uh, my great aunt, who's on the cover of the record with my with my great uncle. Brilliant. Um, yeah. She passed away okay. uh, last year, kind of as we were still making the record. And I went to her house to kind of help settle her affairs, and wow. I found all these incredible photos of her and my uncle. And uh, and also a box of all these cards and love letters that they'd written each other wow. over the years, uh -huh. which was really powerful. Um, but I knew that their their relationship wasn't perfect, you know. Of course, I, I knew what the flaws were. And uh, but when you look at the this kind of performance that they gave of love mm -hmm. between one another in photos and in letters and things, it was so strong. And it reminded me that like although you know nothing is perfect. Uh, any relationship has its troubles. Any person has its trouble, has their troubles. You know, totally. no one comes out of life uh, unpolluted or, or un, unscathed or, or clean. You know, everyone gets dirty. Of um, course. And so, you know, it's this hopeful, idyllic phrase is for lovers, and it's a dedication to lovers, and it shows pictures of lovers. On the back cover, it's their grave, you know, so... Yeah. Uh, it it shows the the breadth of, of of what life is and what love is, and uh, and how love for me is not just a word or a feeling. It's a performance. It's an action. It's something that you do with someone else or for someone else in certain cases. So totally. Um, I just you know I, I felt very strongly about about it, and uh, and I still do. <laughs> That's a great story, man. I thank you for for telling us the, the story. I had no idea that uh, your grandma was was the person on the cover, but I loved it yesterday that I checked it out. Um, 
let's talk about the future, even though it's, it's difficult to talk about that right at this very moment with everything that is happening. Yeah. Uh, sure. The album is being released on March the 26th of 2021, but let's a month ago. Well, I mean, one month from now. Month from now, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, how many how many more singles can we expect before the release of that new album? Uh, I mean, I don't know if we're going to put out any new singles before okay. the record, cool. necessarily. Um, it's possible we might release a track or so. Uh, really, that's like, it's kind of out of my jurisdiction. You know, I'm, I'm like, do a lot in the band, but as far as deciding when to release stuff or what to release, it's like, at a certain point, I go like, what do you guys think? You know? <laughs> so, totally. so we'll see. But, uh, you know, in March 26th, you know, people are going to get the whole thing, the whole shebang. We um, can't we're really, wait, man. You know, insanely proud of this record. It's a real album. You know, it's a real side A, side B. There's two kind of distinctive statements that happen on the record. Awesome. Um, and uh, I'm just excited for people to hear it because out of all the records we made, you know, I know bands say this all the time, but uh, we we really it's it's my favorite, <laughs> you know it's my favorite because I, I really worked like it was a very holistic experience you know from exactly. uh, doing all the engineering to mixing to writing to you know mastering the whole thing, um, so it's a bit of a crazy record but hopefully people will will feel that. That's amazing. I mean if it if it if it sounds like one plus one. We're gonna we're gonna freaking love it. It's gonna be a, a yeah. Great... There's a lot of bangers on it. There's like some straight ahead rock stuff, and there's some like funkier stuff, and nice. there's some like really, really kind of out of nowhere ballads, and then some like crazy heavy shit that we've never done. Pardon my language. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a bit of everything on it. Excellent. Well, again, like we can't wait. March the twenty sixth of uh, two thousand and twenty one is for lovers. Will be released by the great Dead from Above, nineteen seventy nine. And talking about uh, again about the future, what are you going to be doing for the rest of the day today in Canada? Oh, <laughs> I'm like uh, I'm driving between um, my mother in law's house where my wife and baby and I are staying, and, nice. a, and a crazy old stone house that we bought two hours north of there. So. Cool. I'm on my way to this old house to like do some painting and scrubbing and cutting and sawing and stuff. So, yeah, power tools. That's awesome, man. Well, have fun. You know, have fun with the family, uh, with your daughter. And I yep. want I want to thank you for taking the call. And uh, not only for that, for but for making years and years and years of great rock and roll. We really, really appreciate it. Well, we uh, we appreciate your uh, your dedication to the band, and uh, thanks for calling. Awesome. Thanks, Seth. When things get better, please yeah. come to San Francisco and please come to KXSF. This is your home. 100%. Let's we'll see do. you soon. Thank you, Seth. I'm going to play uh, One Plus One to celebrate the interview, and I hope you have Amazing. a great, great evening. Take care, man. Play it, play it three times. Three times. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks, Seth. <laughs> okay, see you. Thank you. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Perfect. That was Seb from uh, Dead from Above 1979. Amazing human being. Amazing dude. Uh, great, great conversation. And... Uh, yeah, we're going to play that uh, single that they released a couple of weeks ago called One Plus One by the great Dead from Above 1979. And with this, se acabó. It's over. Rocknet in English is over. We'll continue with Rocknet on Español. We have an interview with a band from Mexico City called Melt. The fourth interview of the day. Next week, we have a so far confirmed TV priest. They will be on Rockneto uh, for an interview. 
And let's see what the week brings us. Uh, this Sunday we're filming a benefit show at Eli's Mahai Club uh, for a benefit show for KXSF, like Revival, like the one that took last week. We have an amazing lineup. We have a Buzz Lightbeer. We have uh, George Crustanza, who are amazing, by the way. I was checking out a few of their music videos and um, performances, live performances uh, in the past uh, few, day, few days, and they're freaking incredible. We have a uh, Unicornocopia and, and Pure Hex, for God's sakes. Maybe you don't know this story, maybe you do. The very, li- the very last live benefit that we filmed, but it was, it was live, you know, but like a normal gig uh that we that we put together was at the makeout room in march of 2020 february of 2020 and one of the bands that played there was pure hex and we're going to be having them again for this uh upcoming benefit that we will be filming at the Elias my high club buzz light beer pure hex george crustanza and unicornucopia it will be fun we'll have fun this sunday filming so that's it. Thank you. This is KXFLP San Francisco. This is One Plus One from Dead from Above 1979 in Rocknetto at KXSF. Adios. We'll in Spanish. Thanks to all the people that, that called us, that texted us, that sent us, that sent us all those lovely messages. Thanks.